Hey guys, we're back with a new episode. It's Minnie and Sim. And welcome to the venting booth. So we wanted to apologize for the delay in putting out a new episode. We know we missed last week, but the craziness... It's been hectic. As you guys know, December usually means wrapping up assignments, wrapping up work. Like, it's a busy month as much as we don't want to. Shopping. Yes. (laughs) Shopping, going to the malls. And like, yeah, like you said, this craziness of assignments, schoolwork, and also family. Like, their (laughs) endless demands have been insane at the beginning of December. So... We do apologize about that, but we did want to get a little bit into the craziness of December. We'd love to hear everyone's thoughts on, you know, what's been going on. What have you been dealing with this December? Because I can say for me, it's been insane with school, work, and family. (laughs) I don't know about you, Minnie, but... Oh, it's been tough, like, trying to figure out what to get everybody for Christmas and, like... You know, recently, like, my siblings have told me they just want money. And I'm like, okay, like, I have no problem getting the money. But I'm like, I want to get them something that at least has some value of, like, hey, I thought of you. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think because they're guys, they just don't give a shit. Yeah. (laughs) I, not going to lie, whenever somebody asks me, like, we do Secret Santa with, like, my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family. And all I want to ask for is cash. And it's like, but how do you put that on your wish list? You know, <laughs> like, like I feel like cash is just so easy because yeah. especially like being adults, like you've got shit you need you need to it. pay off. You for. need to pay your bills and you need cash for that. So if somebody would like to give me a hundred dollars to pay my phone bill, I would very much appreciate that. Like, honestly, it's like we're not even going to use that cash for anything else but yeah. that. And it's like. You know, there's wish lists, but I feel like sometimes families, like, don't follow the wish list. Yeah. And I'm like, if I put something on there, most likely I'll use it or I want it. Like, I'm not asking for anything out of the random. Yeah. And I hate wish wish lists because I'm like, oh, shit, now I actually have to think of something. Like, then I'll be like, what do I need logically? Like, last year we did Secret Santa and I was like, okay, well, what do I need? Yeah. So I searched up this charging thing that charges your watch, AirPods, <laughs> and phone. Because <laughs> I'm like, I need yeah. it, but I would never buy it myself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I don't feel like spending that money on myself. Or like, I put down, I think, a book that you'd recommend I read. Which yeah. I still haven't read to this day and it's been a year. <laughs> so not a good thing to add to your wish list. <laughs> Unless you're an avid reader and you have time. Yeah. Like, I just haven't had, like, the time or, like, the capacity to be like, yeah, I really want to read tonight. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to bed, feel be that. on my phone for 30 minutes, and go to sleep. As much as I want to be, like, the perfect, like, 9 to 5 schedule, I'm like, no. No, <laughs> it never works out. I feel that, though. Like, Secret Santa, this year we did our Secret Santa a little bit earlier, and... We added stuff to our wish list. And you know when you, like, have those family members that you know are cheap and that aren't going to buy you the gifts you want? You're Mm -hmm. just, like, dreading that they get you. Yeah. And so it kind of sucked for my brother this year because he got one of those family members and everything he had on his wish list he really did not get. So it's like, what do you do with these unnecessary gifts? And I feel like as we approach adulthood, maybe we're we're already (laughs) there, but, you know, in my head we're still approaching – it's like you're asking for things that you need, I mm-hmm. think, more than that you want. Of course. So it's like when you don't get those things that you need and you get these unnecessary gifts, it's like, what do I do with them? Yeah, like it's like, so 
I realize this happens a lot when it's like they're younger kids, so they don't have their own money. Mm-hmm. And so it's a parent shopping and the parents decide to cheap out. But for me, it's like, why do you decide to cheap out when you know, hey, maybe the other side of the kid may not have the same yeah. money. So it's like, why is it expected that you can cheap out, but then they're expected to give your kids the full amount? Exactly. Like that shit's pissed me off because I've had that happen to me where... There was, like, younger kids, part of the Secret Santa, and they shouldn't have been, but they were forced into it. And they weren't part of our cousin family. They were, like, external people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were all upset because we're like, well, now half of us get screwed over because there's, like, five little kids. Yeah. And guess what we got? We got, like, shoppers little girl makeup kits as girls <laughs> the guys got like those like $20 Adidas perfumes yeah, and the budget you're like, was 100 things that you're never going to use and that's what pisses me <laughs> off is when the budget's 100 and you spend under 100 mm-hmm. it's like 100 in my mind is like I'm going to spend $100 or more right yep. I expect you to spend the exact same amount on me and it sucks when people don't so it's like I don't know I'm kind of like over Secret Santa oh. because the people who get you, like, if you don't get the person you want, you know you're getting a shitty gift. Wish like, list or not. I feel like um, gift giving in that sense gets really hard, too, because it's like, you do it, it's fun, but at the end of the day, it's not fun because you have a certain expectation, especially when you filled out a wish list, mm-hmm. and then it just, like, doesn't turn out to be what you want. Like, that, it sucks, yeah. no matter how old you are. <laughs> and also, like... I'm sure you guys all heard, like, Black Friday was insane here in Calgary. And, like, the stabbings in the mall. Like, it was marketing cross iron. Like, nobody wants to go to a mall right now. I personally only want to online shop. So I don't even want to go into a mall. And then I see someone's wish list and they're asking for things that, like, when I look online, not getting delivered till like, January. So I'm like, okay, crap. Can't, can't, like, I can't get that online. (laughs) Do I want to go into the mall for it? No. But what else do I get you? Exactly. You know? Like, it's, like, one of those things. And it's, like, I realize, like, some of the younger generation, they'll ask for things that are ridiculous. Like. So stupid. You're just, like, wait. Do you really expect somebody to go into a Ritzia, buy you two pairs of clothes for in $100? Yeah. No. You can't buy. You can barely <laughs> buy one thing in a Ritzia for $100. Oh, like, let alone. Clothes. Yeah. Well, you can go to the Cross Iron Aritzia and get things on uh, on sale. Maybe ugly colors, but on sale. So, <laughs> potentially two things for $100 right there. <laughs> but, yeah. It's, it's I think $100 in this day and age is, like, basically nothing. Mm-hmm. So. Dude, money is, like, and I think that's one of the things that's, like, made me realize is, like, money comes and goes but you have to learn how to reset and recharge like you have to learn especially within like december it's holiday season like you can spend so much right now if you wanted to but just overall with all the craziness like from my personal experience between working between school like wrapping up for the semester and also dealing with family like i think it's so important to take time for myself and recharge and I don't know. Like, I don't think I can make it through without that. So I'm sitting here with Minnie after a very, very long weekend. And we're definitely figuring (laughs) out how to recharge. And one of the things we did was actually make our own espresso martinis. So good. (laughs) They turned out so good. That's been my favorite drink lately. And so we've always, like, ordered them in restaurants wherever we go. But we've never thought to make them at home. 
And I found a recipe that was actually super simple. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd try it out last week. And they turned out amazing. Like, probably so better than some good. restaurant ones. So Dude, I don't even yeah. know. Because, like, Simi's the one that did all the mixing, shaking, added everything <laughs> in. And she kept saying, we did a good job. I was like, girl, I was here to just drink. You were the one that mixed it, added everything. <laughs> the one thing, though, like, it's so hard to get that, like, frothy top yeah. unless you shake the shit out of that thing. So kudos to the bartenders who do that. But if you do make it at home and you don't get the foam, it still tastes really good. I will say. Mm-hmm. So I think the foam is just like an addition. It's the aesthetic to it. of it, I think. But, yeah, yeah, the aesthetic of it. But yeah. otherwise, they were so good. And I think like you as like whether it's the girls, guys, whatever it is, you need to have a night with your friends. Like, yeah. I don't care if it's just the two of you, the four of you, whatever it is. But if you don't have those nights, yeah. like, I think I would go crazy. Like, to oh, not have totally. a night to just sit and vent, like, yeah. I would lose my mind. <laughs> this is how we came up with the title of our podcast is because we so often need to vent to each other. We just go through these times, whether it's family, friends, school, life, boys, whatever it is. And we just need to vent. Like, I call her when I'm going crazy. And I'm like, I've had the worst weekend of my life. Like, we need to sit. We need to talk. I need to let it out. And, like, I think that's, like, honestly, like, a milestone and, like, a big part of friendship is being able to let that out. And that's also the platform that we want to create for people, too, is, like, whenever you feel like you need to let it out, we're here to listen. Exactly. Because, like, we, like... I think what I've realized with our friendship is that there's no judgment. Yeah. Like, we've been able to tell each other the craziest shit. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. And go about it. Like, we don't make faces. We don't be like, you know, your feelings are invalidated. Or what you said is, oh, my God, I couldn't be with you. Yeah. Whereas we've accepted it. Like, hey, this is who we are. And, like, we've gone through our own things. And it's okay. Like, there's so many stories that we have that, like, to this day, like, last week when we had our night, it made me laugh because I thought about all these things of, like, dude, we've been through so much shit. Yeah. Yeah. But we're here (laughs) because we, as much as our, like, opinions are strong about certain things, we have always been here for each other. And we haven't been, like, well oh, you think this way, I'm done with you. We've been like, hey, that's yeah. hilarious. You did this. Girl, yeah. go do it again. Like, <laughs> Or like, you did that. That was stupid. But it's all good. We yeah. learn. We live and learn. So it's <laughs> like, I think you need those people in your life to be able to tell your stupid, silly, whatever experiences to without judgment. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important part about, about it. And in this day and age, I also think, I will say, with like mental health being such a forefront of our lives, being able to vent about things and get it off your chest is mm-hmm. like crucial. I do not think I could be here talking about things if I could not <laughs> vent to Minnie. I will say that. Like I would probably be curled up in my bed, not facing the world and not doing anything in my life. So just remember to vent daily, if not weekly. <laughs> vent daily. Find yourself your semi or mini yeah. because you need to have that like as much as I'm not trying to put, like, a standard of having it, but I think that it's important to have one person who's close to you. Whether that's even your sister, your yeah. brother, your mom, your dad, whoever it is, I really wish and hope that everyone has somebody that they can comfortably feel like, hey, I had a shit day today, guess what happened? Like, 
over the years, like, even with my own mom, like, she knows my friend group. She knows everyone. She's yeah. like, oh, you're talking to her again? You're not talking to her? She's like, what's <laughs> new? But, like, I have that comfortable relationship. And totally. I think it's so tough for girls out there, too, to have, like, even just comfortable relationship with their mom, but friends. It is. It's a tough world out there, especially as a girl. I used to go into school thinking I'm going to have this wide group of friends. I'm going to have so many girls around me. It's not reality, I think, especially as a girl, to have a huge group. I see guys with huge groups, and I think guys take friendships a lot differently than we do. But as a woman and as a girl, whatever you want to call it, we take things very personally. So to have a big group is not realistic for us because we honestly create a lot of beef. We create a lot of drama. (laughs) We have problems with each other. But I think it's really important to find one person, whether it's a friend or a family member, to have by your side to trust 100%. Of course. Like, I think, like, guys, you know, they're able to let go a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think us girls hold on to a lot of she said this she did this whatever and it's like i get it as girls we do hold on to a lot more feelings i'm not saying guys don't have feelings but yeah again like from what i've seen my own personal experience like even with my brothers and their friends these guys have fought like fist fought <laughs> and they're still friends to this day to the point that when they get married they're going to be at each other's weddings whereas yeah. girls in my past once it's done, I've been done with them. And it's so yeah. hard to, like, reconnect. Even though some girls have reached out, they want to reconnect. And I'm like, okay, great. But for me, it's like, I can't trust you. I think it's a thing for, for us girls. Like, once you're burned, you're burned. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no coming back from that. You can potentially, you know, kind of overlap it and be like okay fine i can be cordial with you i can be an acquaintance but Mm -hmm. i can never trust you 100 percent after you've burned me and i think that's the biggest thing with us is like as a woman myself i hold a grudge i will 100 (laughs) percent admit it if you piss me off you rub me the wrong way i will hold a grudge Mm -hmm. and every time i see you i will think of that and that will alter how i react with you how i interact with you it's just never the same It's hard not to, like, I think, especially, like, when I think about, like, my past friendships and stuff, too, like, there's a lot of people that if they were to come back into my life, I would say hi, and Mm -hmm. I would talk to them. I'd still be there for them, but I wouldn't trust them. I wouldn't tell them everything that went on in my life because I realized growing up, I was somebody that would spill everything about my life until recently I've learned that people need to earn that privilege you totally. have to earn to know yeah. who i am before i shouldn't be I spill everything yeah, yeah because i don't know who you're gonna send it to and like regardless of if i care about someone's opinion or not you should keep that information to yourself totally and i think like just to give everyone like a little bit of context like between our own friendship and i will say like we're super close like i consider Minnie my sister I hope she feels the same of way. Course. <laughs> I was just like gushing but, over here. Um, like we've been friends. Technically, we've known each other since grade one. We didn't know it at the time. But since grade one, we've been in the same class. And then I kind of moved away for a bit. And then we reconnected in like grade seven, grade eight. Yeah. So we've been friends for a very long time. And like. Part of that, we've had our ups and downs and we've dealt with a lot of toxicity within our friendship with other people. 
But we've had our gaps too where we have not been good friends. Yes. Right? Oh, dude, so many. Oh, yeah. My God, I still remember that one time. <laughs> and it was like, not to cut you off, but like for me, it was probably the worst point of my life because we planned. So obviously in high school, you plan your schedule the semester before or whatever or during the summer so me and you planned our schedule we're like yeah. we're gonna take this options class together this science block and this yeah so out of the semester we had three out of five classes together mm-hmm. obviously before that shit went down because of one person she decided to be like hey i know this and i was like oh my god you do like let's talk about <laughs> it because i thought she did she did it anyways if you remember um blackberries yeah it was bbm um so we had this whole thing so i was dreading starting that semester because i was like we have three classes together we're not good yet like we didn't meet up like how is it gonna go but we talked it out because we're like, well, I'm going to see you next next class. I'm going to see, see you, you after next, lunch. Yeah. Like, I'm seeing you three, three times, times a day, sis. Like, let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. And when we talked it out, we're like, oh, well, we figured out what went wrong. Yeah. How it happened. And like, but I still remember like that had me like stressed. You dread it because you're like, when you know you don't have you someone. Yeah. And like also <laughs> like when you know you're going to see someone so much, you're like, you're like dreading that feeling of like oh shit i have to face them and be like oh well i used to know all this about mm-hmm. you but now i'm like beefing you it's it just doesn't work and like we came back as strangers but we yeah. did and it turned out knock on wood really good for us and like to this date we're here yeah but like yeah like it's in terms of like toxic friendship there's a few that yeah and like from my side of things i will also delve into like i get it high school we had that gap and then Going into university, I will say we were friends. We were closer friends with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, we we had a group, but we kind of paired off with other people, and we weren't necessarily the closest. No. I would say in like our first year. Yeah. Um, but then when we did become really close because of again toxic friendships <laughs> and like just things that didn't work out, people took offense, whatever. Um, the biggest thing for me was like. When you get into your first real relationship, mm-hmm. I feel like I forgot a lot about friendship and I was so focused on relationship that I feel like that caused a big drift between us. Oh, definitely. Because I think like during the time that you were in your relationship and you were also busy during school, like, yeah. your schedule was very It was insane. <laughs> that I found a different group of people to hang out with that whenever you were free, I wouldn't be free. Yeah. So we maybe saw each other once a month. And again, like, as girls, if we're with somebody, we're going to use our friend as an excuse to sleep Totally. Over. So it's, like, moments that where I was like, oh, you can. You're like, oh, shit, I've used this excuse already, yeah. so I can't use it again. I'm like, I've already slept at Minnie's house, like, ten yeah. times this month, <laughs> but I'm going again, but actually going this time? Exactly. Like, it how never you explain flew. that to your yeah. parents, right? So it's, like, it definitely drew us apart. Totally. Um, but I will say, like, there was a moment where when you even told me that and you said you realized it and stuff like it definitely made me feel better mm-hmm. because yeah like i was definitely at one point i was like oh well this kind of sucks like, yeah who is my friend now like if she's not at school, like uni and like you know the other people aren't at uni like who do i hang out yeah. with and so there's a certain group i hung out with they gave me my uni party life yeah it was wonderful but i wouldn't have ever seen them being long-term friends yeah and i think that was like a big realization for myself as well it's like 
growing up in a very brown household, you have time for school. That should be 100% of your focus, according (laughs) to your parents. But outside of that time with school, like your time with your friends and your time with your significant others and like your free time is very limited and you have to use it wisely. And I feel like in my first relationship, I used it very much almost all of it for this boy, you know, (laughs) as my first relationship. But I never put that priority on my friendship. And I came out of that thinking about how much time I lost and how much like friendships I might have lost because I would have much rather spent that time with my friends thinking back on it but you know we all live and we learn yeah and their first relationships yeah like you know if there's anybody listening that's in your first relationship the only thing that I would say is don't forget who you are and don't forget your friends because at the end of the day if shit goes wrong those people that were there for you from the start will be there for you at the end but things will be different totally like yeah you have to understand like even when i was in my first relationship it's like it consumes you because you're on like i got shitty grades my first year of uni because this guy was like i want to talk to you let's stay up late talking blah blah mm. blah like i would meet him after school yeah and we would chill versus me going home to study and i would end up my my, my first year was terrible and i realized because it was i gave my attention to this guy of course it wasn't during the day but it was after those odd hours or i would be like okay yeah like hey guys fun meeting you i gotta rush off now yeah and it's like that's the thing is like i think our first relationships consumed us in a way that we never thought they would and we gave all our time and energy and we never thought twice about the other things. We were giving up time with our families, giving up time with our friends, giving up time for our school and our studies and our grades because you're so consumed by this person that you're like, they deserve all my time and my energy. And it's exciting. It is. I will say, but looking back on it, I wish I did put more focus on my school because I think that would take me more long term mm-hmm. than that relationship ever did. <laughs> And that's, like, a thing, like, if you're listening and, like, you're young and you're in your first relationship, just know that things will always change. Like, it's always never going to be just the first guy. Because I was that girl that was, like, oh, the first guy I'm with is the guy I'm going to marry. I'm going to marry him. When I do it, it's going to be only him. Like, when I tell you I waited almost a year into the relationship to be, like, yes, I'm finally willing to give myself up to you to realize, like, wow how naive was i to be like i'm going to spend the rest of my life with you and like i think we'll dwell into a topic of boyfriends and toxic relationships another day we have so much to say on that yeah (laughs) but i think the end topic is is just remember that you should be number one yeah if a guy doesn't treat you like that honey move on your friends the ones that want to stay will stay and that's a big indicator as well of a good friendship and not those friends are who are like screw you whatever many times they're just jealous of your relationship they're jealous of where you're at in your life and they will move on but the ones that stick around and are there to like kind of pick up your pieces a little bit or be there for you even when you mess up those are the ones that are going to be there for the rest of your life and i can say that from experience of course so i think our friendships like our group itself proved it right very much our friend group was very divided by the attention they got by guys or how much they were involved in their relationships which i think sucked because it was like 
you know, at this time and age, but I think we both learned it when we were back in like uni as well, was the more private you kept a relationship, the better it was. Yeah. But certain people didn't like that because they wanted to know every detail about your relationship. And they were like, why are you not telling Mm -hmm. us? And like, what are you trying to hide? Like, is there something wrong? Like, you know what I mean? And I I think to this day, I still take it as like privacy is key. Like keeping your relationship to yourself and only sharing it with those that are important. Not social media, not these people who don't care. But rather, keeping it to yourself will strengthen your relationship. Whereas the more you share it, the shittier it's going to become. Because you start comparing it to, like, all these other people's relationships. You get all these other opinions that don't matter. And it starts influencing the way you act. Always. And, like, I think private is key. And, like, again, like, I think there's just always so much that, like, when we're doing this podcast, like... I think I always find so many more topics that we can talk yeah. about because we want to keep it, you know, concise to the topic that we want to talk about. But because we're having a conversation through this, it's so hard for me There's to be like, oh my so God, we got this, we got this, yeah. we got this. Because it's like we could break this up into so much more. Yeah. And like, I think currently, like, when we talk about friends, yeah, it sucks because privacy is so key because in the beginning, you're excited. I yeah. remember when we would first get into, like, relationships or talk to someone, we would tell mm-hmm. each other the details, which is normal. Yeah. But the first month or so, we're going to tell each other every single thing. Yeah, he's yeah. good, he's bad, whatever. Mm-hmm. But eventually, there comes a point where you want to keep it private and your friend should respect that. Yeah. Because I think there comes a point that unless we want to voice something to each other, we keep it quiet and we don't really pry we'll be like oh hey how's it going yeah right love it that's it but i think that's also a sign of a healthy relationship it's like i don't have much to tell you you don't have much to tell me like things are going good yeah but then also and i think this is part of a healthy relationship too when shit goes south and you need to talk about it who else do i want to come to i want to talk about it with you and be like hey this is what i'm experiencing my relationship do you think this is right or not? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need an outsider's perspective, but a perspective that you trust. Exactly. But again, you're not sharing every five second details. Like you no. don't need to know. I don't, I don't need to know. <laughs> like, like there's a certain point of like, yeah, it's going great for you. Great. great. But like, if there's exciting achievements. Yes. I would love to know about that. Right. But like, I'm not going to be here and be like, oh, so, like, how was your day today with him? Like, yeah, but, no. like, what did you do? Yeah. Name it five to nine. What you do every Oi, hour? Sis, you do you. I've got better things to yeah. worry about because when you need me, I'm going to be there totally. for you. And when I need you, you'll be there for me. And, like, 100%. I realize when we give our opinions, too, we're still very cautious of being like, oh, by the way, FF this, whereas until... I voice it, you'll be like, okay, well, thank God you voiced this yeah. because I've been feeling this for a long time. Yeah. But we don't want it to be like, because I say this, our friendship deters or the opinion deters yeah. because we, I think, trust each other to be like, you know what? When this person comes to their senses, they yeah. will. Yeah. And if they don't, well, you know what? I'll still be here for them because I realized that with friendships, it's like if somebody wants to be with somebody as much as as a friend, you may be like, ah, I don't think that's the right person for her. Mm-hmm. You're still there for them. Totally. And I think this is a great topic for another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, and I would love to delve into it is like when you're with a person and that, you know, one friend has a different opinion than what their friend is in. It's a hundred percent true. And like mm-hmm. the best thing you can do is support your friend. 
But like, again, it's up to them to figure out what it is. So I think definitely stay tuned because that episode is coming. Yeah, probably within the next week or the definitely. week after. I would stay tuned. We, we have so many good ideas. <laughs> so many good ideas. <laughs> but I think it's about time that we delve into our happy hour topic. Yes. <laughs> So we haven't done happy hour, I think, in a few episodes. Yeah, so. and we're starting to bring it up again. Yeah. So um, stay tuned and listen for our happy hour, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to our happy hour. So we're so excited. We finally got our first submission. And we're like so happy to engage with you guys. And we really want to encourage you guys to keep submitting to us because we really want to discuss these on our episodes. This is a free space to vent as much as you want. So here we go. Delving into our first submission. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. So the first submission we got is basically somebody was asking us about friend groups. And so she wrote in asking that she has a big group of friends, but somehow... Most of her friends decide to do things together and then her and her other friend are always kind of left out. And it's more of a sense of things like, you know, you could do a simple invite. So this group of friends is four people. Um, The two of them decide to do things themselves and not invite the other two. And she says that she doesn't see it as a big deal to be invited all the time, but it would be nice to be invited to certain things, such as a wine night or like a charcuterie night. And so she wanted our opinion on friendships and see, do we think that's okay? Do we think that's normal within friend groups? Or do we think that maybe this friendship group may be something she's not looking for? Yeah, and I think that's honestly a very relatable submission because... There are big friend groups out there, but not necessarily everyone's included. And I think it's fair to, and I think she has a good understanding of like, you can't be included every time. Within each friend group, I think there will be pairs or certain people who get along better with each other and they will continue to kind of make their own little formation. But I do think that also when the overall friend group is doing things, once in a while, it's nice to consider the entire friend group and and be like, hey, I'm going to invite everyone tonight to my wine night or I'm going to invite everyone at least like once a month type of thing. Yeah, like I don't think like in my opinion is it's not that hard to send out a quick invite of, hey, guys, are you free upcoming Friday? We were thinking of doing this. Yeah, Um, because I think just the thought of extending it, regardless of if they're free or not, you Mm. don't know that. Just send out the invite because I think that through my own friendship groups, I've been through that experience where I'll see like the two of them hanging. Yeah. And I'll be like, well, if you guys are doing it, again, you guys are all your own friends. Yeah. We're a group of friends. We, you know, had our own like relationships with each other as friends. Like I've always realized a group of friends of girls will always be closer to one girl yeah. than the rest of the I group. I feel like you always find a person to kind of pair mm-hmm. off with, especially in like an even number in that sense. But at the end of the day, you also have to consider yourself overall as a group. Yeah, especially if you've done group things. And, yeah. like, I think in this sense, like, all I would say is, like, you know, if you feel like this is something that's bothering you, maybe talk to the girls about yeah. it. Because if they're understanding and they're mature enough, you could be like, hey, guys, like, 
I'm just wondering, is there something that we've done wrong or something that like, you know, when you guys do these plans, do you just clearly not think of us? Or yeah. like, is it something that you guys decide you want to do yourselves? And be like, I would love to do these things with you guys. I think we both would love to do these things with you guys. Like, where is the disconnect? Because I see so many groups of girls sometimes that like do hang out together yeah. quite a bit. And yeah. again, like I see them hanging out separately. But I see them doing activities together as well. So I think maybe to this viewer, like, listener, reach out. Ask what's going on. And if you still haven't gotten a clear answer, then maybe you have to learn to put your energy somewhere else. Um, and learn that maybe these group of girls aren't really into doing group things. And they're, you know, sufficient happily with their own bubble. And that they're willing to just do things by themselves. And they're not willing to do things as a group. Because, again... Girls, guys, anybody listening, it's a quick message within your group. Hey, who is free this week? Yeah. Everyone bring your own thing. You don't have to cook for them. Tell them it's a potluck. Everybody bring your own thing. Or this is what we're doing. Or we're ordering pizza. Happy hour. <laughs> we're meeting. But I think that's one big takeaway I will say to this listener is like you growing up, I think from the transition to high school to uni, my biggest thing was the four of us or five of us, six of us, whatever it was, always had to be together. And my biggest takeaway is that we do not. If you put it out there in your group chat, whatever it is, like, hey, going to happy hour at Cactus at 5 p.m. If you can make your great come, if you can't, whatever. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just two people who come out of the eight people you hang out with, great, solid. Mm -hmm. You do not need to always be together. Rather, you just put it out there. You've made your commitment. You've made that share of like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Then it's up to everyone else. Yeah, like stop rescheduling yeah. your entire plan because, oh no, one or two people couldn't make it. Unless yeah. it was like, you know, a necessity for everyone to be there. It's okay to hang out with just the three of you, with yeah. just the two of you. The like, group is not... Like, set in stone. Like, you can make different formations out of it and all come together later. But the people who want to actually hang out with you will make it known when you make that offer of, like, yeah. hey, I'm going here at 3 p.m. You guys coming? And the ones who want to come will come. And I think that's also a great way to identify who you can be closer to mm -hmm. and who you don't necessarily need yeah. to be. <laughs> like, if you're somebody that, you know, really does crave friendships or crave that connection, then, like... You have to find those people. I think that if you're like, you know, trying to force friendships, you're always going to be left with unhappiness. And it's rather that you create genuine friendships, you create genuine relationships that you're happy with. Like mm -hmm. you can be content with knowing, yep, I hung out with my friend. Like I'm good. It's yeah. okay maybe if it's just the two of us versus the rest of the world sometimes. Like we get into this like perception, I think, of like seeing a show and being like, oh, you know, they have such a big group. Yeah. But reality is, after high school, your group will not be that big. Oh, 100%. Like, I think, again, a different episode idea. <laughs> but the people you see in high school, the group you think you have, aren't necessarily the ones you carry through to university. And I think it's really important to understand that, I think especially from a female perspective, your group dwindles. It mm -hmm. grows less rather than more. And I think for guys, it's the opposite. But I think that it's important to know that you're always going to have a good friend. You just need to figure out who that's going to be. Whether it's one person, maybe it's three people. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. 
But you need to be able to find that one person you can trust versus a whole group of people. You don't need to get the whole group together. You just need to find that one person. So, like, don't worry about if your group is hanging out with you. You're not. Because I think that's when you have to figure out, is this group part of my happiness or not? Um, And you need to just know, like, is this where I'm actually at peace? Because... You want to be part of a group that you can fully be yourself. Like, I remember, there, you know, there was a few of us, and I could be myself at one point. I was this, I was the weird one. I was the one that had this other friend in the group, and me and her did the weirdest shit together. Like, not weird and, like, whatever, but, like, we would, like, do, like, the fucking Titanic dances or whatever, right? Whereas, like, my other two friends would just, like, look at us and laugh, and that was how it worked, though. Our dynamic was so... The two, like, two of us were weird. We weren't super close, but we got along in that sense. And it was nice while it lasted until certain things came into perception. Um, and you have to realize, are these friends more invested in guys or other things versus having lifelong friends? I think me and Simi have realized that as much as we love having a guy in our life, we also value so much of us and having each other by our sides that I wouldn't see myself being 60 and not having her there. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's a big thing too as well. Is like, again, just understanding who actually values your life, who values your opinion, and who wants to hear your stories. Many times in that friend group, you're going to find people who aren't interested, who are just like in it for themselves, who want someone to hear what they're doing, they want someone to brag to. So it's really just understanding your priorities and it's nothing wrong with just having one good friend. I think that's a very big thing in our community is like, oh, you don't have a big group of friends. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing. You can have one good friend and you're good to go. That's all that matters at the end of the day. So I would say make your expectations clear with your friend group, right? Be like, Kate. You guys can hang out as much as you want. I have no problem with it. But once in a while, maybe every once a month type of thing, it would be nice to be included. And I think that's fair for you to make clear to them and then go from there. If they're not interested in making that effort, then then maybe it's not yeah. worth it. Like if they're true friends and they actually value like what you have to say, what you have to do, they won't take it the wrong way. If they're friends that are like, well, what the hell? How dare you say it? Then I think that would be very clear, you know, to you and your friends. Like, okay, they clearly don't value what we have to say. So I think hopefully you've understood what we're trying to say. I don't want it to be like all over the place. At the end of the day, the message is, is stand up for you. Stand up for what you're feeling. Voice it. And you should be comfortable enough to voice what you feel within your friend group. If you're not, then maybe sometimes you need to rethink things or figure out where you're going. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, just be happy with you and where you're at and learn to love you, love yourself and love people around you that actually appreciate you. And with that, (laughs) we're going to conclude this episode. Hopefully that was a clear answer because we know we can sometimes get long-winded with our responses. But we want to encourage everyone to submit. We'd love to hear your stories. Do you have any toxic friendship stories? 
any stories you want clarification on or you just want to like know like what's going on yeah and like, we'd love to give our opinion on it we'd love to vent with you about <laughs> it um that's what we're here to do so so let us know feel free to check us out on instagram at the underscore venting underscore booth yeah, like next episode, we'll probably mainly be talking about toxic relationships. So if you have anything in between now and next week, let us let know. Us know. Submit. Yes, we've got everything up on Linktree. I realized it was my bad for like, you know, um, previous to this episode, I finally got it fixed. And I think that helped get the submission in. So if anybody was trying to submit any submissions previous, I am so sorry. That's uh, Minnie's bad because um, I forgot. <laughs> I thought it was up there. Chelsea was like, hey, it's not there. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's all good. As we start out, we're going to have a few hiccups, but we appreciate you guys coming through and um, coming along the journey with us yeah. as we start up, hopefully, this very successful podcast. You know, just looking at people viewing it, we are on Apple as well, so you can either listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If there's any other venues, let us know. I only know of Spotify yeah, and Podcasts to be the major two. ones. Um, please share. Let everybody else know if you really do like connecting with us. We want to be as real as possible and authentic as possible, which may relate um, or like, you know, um, relay in hearing some dogs behind us because we both own dogs. Yes. So <laughs> they get a little crazy sometimes when we're recording. But hope you guys enjoy this and see you next, next week. week, Wednesday at 6 p.m. MST. Do not forget, this is Minnie and Sam signing out. Bye. Bye.